Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Hello, welcome to another episode of Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. (laughs) Hi. How are you? I hope you've had an amazing week. And I hope your day or evening is going even more incredible. I hope that you're happy to be in this space with me. As I am always overjoyed to be in this room with you. So. I feel much better. It's been an emotional couple of weeks, as most of you have listened to the last podcast, but I feel good over the past couple of days. I feel at peace. Some things we just have to process and absorb. This is all part of life, you know, and I know that the last episode wasn't the happiest of topics, right? Who wants to talk about death? But the thing about it is we need to get more comfortable with these topics. But the thing here about late night talks is that we get real, we get deep, we get raw, and we get uncomfortable. (laughs) Right? Yes, some of the topics can be very uncomfortable to share. But I think it's important to not feel so alone in the world. And a lot of things are shoved under the carpet or suppressed, and nobody wants to talk about it. And tonight, this topic is a little uncomfortable to talk about, to be honest with you. For me, because I've experienced this and I got scared and that made me want to share tonight because I know many people have experienced this and they may be judging themselves for having such an experience. But before we get into this topic tonight, I would love to do our 45 second check-in. So regardless of where you are and what you're doing, If you would, just take your awareness in. You can place your hand on your heart as well if you would like. And just take in any sensations or feelings in your body that you're feeling. Are you feeling happy? Are you stressed? Do you feel tension? Are you hungry? Are you full? Are you excited? I don't know. Just take notice of all these feelings or any feelings that you're having within your entire being. Okay. And then just take a few deep breaths in. And as you do this, inhale, love, compassion, and peace. And as you exhale, just exhale any negativity, any stress or tension that you may be carrying in your body and let it release.
And that's it. Very nicely done. So, yes, yes, yes. Let's get into tonight's topic. We're going to talk about intrusive, disturbing, dark thoughts. What they are, what do they mean, or where do they come from? And is something wrong with you for having them? And then I'll share some helpful strategies on how to stop them. Before we get started, I would love to share a quote by Nade Obiang. There is no institution more powerful than the institution of your mind. Yes, so true. Okay, guys. Okay, so let's get into this. What exactly do I mean when I say intrusive dark thoughts? What are they? When an intrusive thought occurs, it can be very disturbing and it can bring in a terrible sensation and it's very difficult to manage and eliminate at times. An intrusive thought image or whatever unpleasant notion can become an obsession. It can become overpowering. And again, it's, it's very upsetting and it's a very stressful thing to experience. The thoughts can actually become paralyzing. They can become anxiety provoking and very persistent. Now, you know, there's many different types of troubling thoughts. And the concept of a disturbing thought is entirely subjective. Some people have violent sexual or other imagery when they're having an event like this take place. You know, we all have thoughts that maybe let's give an example so we leave we go to work then we're all of a sudden feeling like we didn't lock the door or we didn't turn the stove off or we didn't turn the oven off we didn't unplug uh an appliance or maybe we're thinking about somebody not liking us you know these are all thoughts that can be very invasive right and they come out of nowhere and they're very unwelcome. But when people are talking about these dark, intrusive thoughts, these dark, unsettling, intrusive thoughts, they're usually talking about the kinds of thoughts that would be considered unacceptable by other people. The kinds of thoughts that make them feel humiliated because they believe it it says something negative about their character. Usually intrusive thoughts or desires are very inappropriate. And there are things that take place at inappropriate times. And again, the themes are usually aggressive or sexual. Now, I believe 
that a majority of people have these thoughts, these dark thoughts, some more powerful, some more intense than others, at least once or twice in their life. But I think few discuss this and they don't want to accept it because again, they don't want their character to be perceived as, I don't know, monstrous or something. People are really embarrassed and ashamed of these ideas that come in their mind and that prevents them from sharing it with others. I've never spoken about this before with anyone. And here I am on a podcast sharing with thousands of people. (laughs) So let me give you an example of some intrusive thoughts. Say one day you're driving, driving along, radio's cranked, feeling good, or maybe you're not feeling good, and you imagine driving into a tree or maybe driving off the edge of a cliff. What about a thought of maybe harming someone you love, even if there's no purpose or even if you don't want to hurt them, you know, you may just suddenly have a thought of doing something like that. You may have a thought of harming or killing yourself. Maybe when you're standing on that bridge, you may have a sudden unexpected desire to leap. You may experience thoughts that involve mentally, emotionally um, sabotaging someone or getting revenge in some way. You might even experience thoughts of raping someone. And the idea of engaging in a sexual act with someone, despite the fact that it's improper, or even that you're not even attracted towards them, towards that person. You may have a thought of stealing or taking part in some type of illegal activity. Maybe a thought of cheating on a loved one. I mean, the list can be endless. There's a lot of horrible thoughts that can run through someone's mind. And I do want to say, if you are having thoughts of harming yourself or others, I would immediately call the National Helpline at 1 800 662. Four three five seven. So I just, you know, I've had this happen to me when I was in my early 20s. And I had a, a thought that was very disturbing in my mind. And it happened a couple of times and then it went away. And I never had really a thought like that again until more recently. And that's why I chose to talk about this tonight. And it's not about, my thoughts weren't about hurting anybody or anything like that. I mean, but it was still disturbing to me of the thoughts that I was thinking. 
And yeah, so you're not alone. I know there's enough people out there that experience this. And for those that are listening and think, what the hell, why would somebody have these type of thoughts? I understand that it may be hard for you to wrap your head around some of these ideas. But at the same time, if you continue to listen, you'll understand why this might happen. Obviously, none of these thoughts are any good. And these unwanted intrusive thoughts can seem very dangerous for the individuals who experience them because they fear that they might commit these acts that they, you know, picture in their minds. But the thing about it is, it's estimated that over 6 million people in the United States suffer from them. You know, when they're standing on the edge of a tall building or a bridge, 50% of individuals who've never had a suicidal thought have felt a sudden desire to leap. They actually refer this as the high place phenomenon by psychologists. But, you know, I think that it's a larger number than that, but a lot of people won't admit that they've had these types of thoughts. You know, every person's mind on a daily basis is constantly bombarded with a variety of random thoughts. And... If you've been here long enough, you've heard me speak about this on earlier episodes that we have approximately 25 to 3,300 thoughts per hour, which is astounding. I mean, other experts estimate a lower figure, I think around 2,100 per hour, but regardless, it's still a lot. It's a shit ton of thoughts. (laughs) Okay. But 80% of these thoughts are negative and 95% are repetitive. Humanity, you know, we are equipped with such imaginative and powerful minds. It's unbelievable what the mind can do and what the mind can conjure up in its crazy spaces, right? But occasionally, we have to really be willing to confront the darker side of the imagination. If you are being constantly plagued by these unwelcome, violent, unsettling thoughts or ideas, you may be suffering from a major mental health problem. So it's always important to get that checked out. I just want to share that things like anxiety and OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, are the two most frequent diagnoses related with intrusive thoughts and behaviors. 
and it makes sense. Along with generalized anxiety disorder, PTSD, even phobias, including the social phobia, postpartum depression, bipolar disorder, eating disorders. You know, these can all be present as well. So why do they happen and where the hell do they come from? Nobody really knows for certain what causes intrusive thoughts. You know, why some people appear to get fixated on them and others aren't affected by them at all. According to one hypothesis, intrusive thoughts arise as a result of our brains practicing what we would do in a hazardous or stressful circumstance while we're awake. So from a survival standpoint, it's in our best interest to foresee future dangers and avoid doing actions that might cause us to be, you know, go to jail or (laughs) be expelled from a social group or whatnot. Intrusive thoughts may be the result of your brain's vigilance system going crazy, going a little bonkers, envisioning extreme scenarios in an effort to avoid them, according to Mayo Clinic. As a result, intrusive thoughts may represent your brain's mistaken effort to assist you in navigating the environment, despite the fact that it seems to be the opposite. Even if this is accurate, it still doesn't really explain why some individuals have these thoughts on a more regular basis while others encounter them very rarely. A possible explanation is that those who suffer from the intrusive thoughts produce less GABA. This is the inhibitory neurotransmitter that aids in the suppression of unpleasant thoughts through the processes that are currently unknown. Again, as we mentioned earlier, it's just mental disorders do play a role. So for me, I try to look back at how I was feeling or where I was in my life when I've experienced these in the past. And like when I was in my 20s, early 20s, I was in a very unhealthy, unhappy, controlling relationship. And that could have played a role. And the more recent, I think, I think basically when I'm having these thoughts, I just don't feel very good about myself inside. So, you know, maybe it's a shadow of mine or something. I don't know. But anyway, that's just a thought of my own. So, so moving forward, how do we deal with these thoughts and what are some helpful strategies to overcome the darkness of these thoughts that float into the mind? Um, well, I think it's really important to always consult your healthcare provider, especially if you've been diagnosed or maybe you suspect that you might have a mental health condition. Right, every individual's needs vary. So there's always treatment available through a physician. 
There are some things you can also do on your own, but if these are more on a regular basis, then that's something to go get checked out. Now, the thought itself isn't the issue. It's how we respond to that thought. Okay, so how we really respond to anything plays a significant role. When that thought pops up, we want to do anything and everything to try and make it disappear. But it's like that saying, (laughs) if you've heard of it, don't look at the pink elephant in the room. And what do you end up doing? You're looking at that damn freaking pink elephant. (laughs) So it's very counterproductive. And honestly, suppressing thoughts actually makes them more likely to stay in the conscious awareness. This is not effective. You know, recognize that your resistance is a source of fuel for these thoughts. The more you resist them, the more fuel you give them. It's about neutralizing them, not putting your attention on them. Let it come through your mind and just leave it alone. Let it pass through your brain like the other 50,000 thoughts that we have through a day's time. Identify them as intrusive thoughts and let them go. This is just a thought moving through me right? And just remind yourself that it's just, you know, it comes out of the blue and we don't really have control of some of the thoughts that we have. Just accept them, allow them to come through. Don't attempt to push them away. Just, you know, you can even engage in a conversation with them if you want to. What do you want? Why are you here? but it's best to just let it go. It's important to remember that, you know, these thoughts can resurface at any point in time. Just breathe through them. And what really is important is that you just go back to doing what you were doing before that thought came in your mind. Right? Just, okay, I'm reading a book, I get a weird thought, continue reading. Focus your attention on whatever you're doing, not the thought. Some other ideas that you can try on your own would be take control of your mind. The thing about anxiety is it it loses its power when we lean into it, when we accept it, and when we relax towards it. And I've noticed that that's how I've dealt with my anxiety over these past few years. I now know how to manage it because before I would used to fight it and it would just make it worse. Okay. So there is a variety of methods that may be used to deal with these intrusive thoughts, including meditation, mindfulness, There's also acceptance and commitment treatment. 
these can help you to better regulate your thoughts and prevent them from, you know, the racing going on in your head. But always be compassionate towards yourself. It's a really great idea to listen to positive affirmations on a daily basis. Giving yourself appreciation and gratitude helps practicing that self-care, self-forgiveness. These are also important. Other methods would include hypnosis, which is always a great tool, along with um, cognitive behavior therapy. This is a treatment method that believes that it's not the intrusive thoughts themselves that cause a person to suffer. But again, it's, it's how you respond to these ideas. So when it comes to cognitive behavior therapy, patients learn how to modify their, their responses, their thoughts about their thoughts in order to reduce the amount of discomfort they cause. And then over time, they become less common and less impactful. There's also exposure response prevention. This is a cognitive behavior therapy method that is widely used. And the individuals are really urged to confront their anxieties head on in order to grow desensitized to them. Exposure response prevention has been shown to be very beneficial, particularly with the treatment of OCD. And on the other hand, individuals who are dealing with PTSD, they might find this type of method to be very upsetting. And this is why it's really important to go to a professional for certain mental health issues. You know, our thoughts are meant to be observed and we're not meant to get entangled up in them. And this is why mindfulness techniques really help. Some people find a lot of success in using mindfulness meditation. It distances themselves from their thoughts, allowing them to be less distressful. And it's the same for like self-compassion. It's, you know, you're processing these intrusive thoughts without getting trapped in the loop or feeling guilty or feeling like a horrible person for having them. I also want to add that thyroid imbalances, both hyperthyroidism and hypothyroidism, are especially common among those who suffer from anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, and other mental health conditions you know, that are characterized by the intrusive thoughts or feelings of maybe paranoia. Unfortunately, you know, despite the link between thyroid disease and mental illness, many physicians don't screen patients for thyroid problems. So if you do go, it's always important to request a thyroid hormone blood test from a doctor and that way you can determine where your hormone levels are. Now I have suffered from hypothyroidism all of my life. Well, I didn't really get diagnosed until I was in my 20s. That's when I started to have anxiety and I was experiencing, you know, this is like when I was having my first thought too. And I've been on medicine all, all these years up until a couple of years ago where I just wanted to 
get off the medicine. I didn't want to be on a prescription any longer. And obviously they checked to make sure that it was going to be safe for me to go off. And my thyroid is healthy as can be. And my anxiety is very, very little compared to what it's been as well. So if you do have a thyroid problem, it's really important to get it monitored by somebody that deals with just the thyroid. Because I just dealt with a regular physician and I don't think that he looked that deeply into it. He just kind of threw me on medicine. So that's just something to think about as well. I'm not giving medical advice. I'm not a doctor, all that stuff. I'm just giving you my experience and the information that I came across as well. There you have it. If you're having these thoughts, you're not alone. You are not alone and don't judge yourself for having them. It's okay. Yes, if these are things that are taking place on a daily basis and they're impacting your life and you're feeling urges, then definitely go get help. But if something just pops in your mind once in a great while, that's okay. Let it float on by, right? But again, this is something that a lot of people don't talk about. Nobody wants to to admit that they have these type of thoughts. And it can be very disturbing to the individual and I'm sure to others. I'm sure if people who are listening to this have never had these thoughts, like I mentioned earlier, it can seem weird and odd. But anxiety is something that can really havoc your body and your mind in a lot of ways, your brain. So that is it, guys. That is it. That's all I have to share with you tonight. It's always so lovely to be here with you. I would love to start coming back two times a week. I will be having to take a look at the schedule and see if I can make that possible. I'm going to be working in a studio soon, which is going to be amazing. There's going to definitely be some changes. And um, yeah, I hope you guys stick around. I love the community that we have here. And I appreciate every one of you. And I'm sending you out so much love and light.